everyone, welcome back. I'm Jenna. And I'm Mark. Thanks to all the listeners for joining us for another episode of Cincinnati Zoo Tales. We're very excited, Jenna. We've got two visitors here talking to us today. We're here to talk gibbons, but first off, before we talk gibbons, just to introduce our guests, we're being joined by Shana Gerber and Liz Unkraut. They are two members of our primate team. They help take care of all of our primates across the zoo. We're very, very pleased to have you here. Thanks for taking the time out of your day and joining us. Yeah, thanks Thanks for having us. We're excited to be here. Yeah, so we're talking about gibbons, but one specific gibbon, Kip, some of you listeners may have heard, um, he had quite the journey to get to Cincinnati and where he's at now and how he's doing, and it's a really cool story that I'm excited to learn more about. But we'll start off by, I don't know who wants to go first, just learning a little bit about your career paths and how you got here. It's usually... Like, somewhat similar for us zookeepers, but sometimes there's, like, a little, a cool story behind it or something. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Shannon, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, so, I grew up around horses, so I've always been around animals and kind of taking care of them in that role in some way or another. Um, I still have a farm, so awesome. after I'm done zookeeping, I go home to my farm and take care of those animals. Wow. Um, How do you have the energy? That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the number one question I get asked. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yes, so I... Just love taking care of animals. I've grown up doing it. Um, and so I actually started in the zoo's AmeriCorps program. Um, so that's, for people that don't know, it's kind of like um, Peace Corps, except it's stateside. And um, we kind of focus on things in our community that we can help people with. So the zoo's AmeriCorps program is really cool. Um, it's changed since I've been there. But we focused on getting... Um, kids from our community into classrooms and teaching them about animals and conservation messages and that kind of thing. So that was really cool um, to get my foot in here at the zoo. And then COVID happened and um, I started volunteering at Jungle Trails during that time. And um, I fell in love with taking care of primates. I, didn't I was going to really... say, did you want to be a keeper when you became like an AmeriCorps member? or I definitely wanted to work with animals in okay. some form. Okay. I didn't know if it was like the education mm-hmm. route or the keeper route. Um, but I was kind of just trying it out. And um, so then when I started volunteering at Jungle Trails, I fell in love with primates. Um, I always thought that I would like hoofstock because of my horse background. Sure. But yeah. um, primates were so fun and I just really fell in love with them. And then... Was there like a specific primate down at Jungle Trails that you were like, that's the animal? Like, that's the <laughs> one that changed me. Or made Honestly, me I just, off. the bonobos are awesome, obviously, okay. but I just, all of them I loved. Like, it was just so fun just to see what it was like taking care of, um, like, wild animals compared to domestic animals, obviously. And um, so then I volunteered there for a little bit, and then I volunteered out at Mast Farm for a little bit. Um, that was really fun. Love it out there, the cheetahs and... That's more of like a farm vibe out there too, mm-hmm. which I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fun. And then uh, when my AmeriCorps contract ended, um, a seasonal position opened up at Primate Center. That's about two years ago now. And then I was at Primate Center for a year, and uh, f- I got lucky, and a full time position opened up, and I snagged you say, it. You must be pretty <laughs> incredible to vol- go from volunteering to full time in the Primate area in less than three years because it's, it's a pretty tough job you have to be yeah. really good at what you're doing smart and, and safe and all of that so yeah I should be proud of that. I feel like I attribute a lot of like my animal knowledge just growing up around like horses and yeah. stuff so yeah 
all you horse people out there, like, if you have a dream of being a keeper, like, follow through with it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> awesome. She keeps us all, like, cool, calm, and collected. Oh, yeah. She's, like, the okay. cool, you know, the cool I've, to our I've crazy. I've seen something with, yeah. like, horses, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> Awesome. All right, what about you, Liz? Um, well, I started doing sanctuary work, you know, just kind of like most zookeepers start, like, doing internships, and, um, I didn't actually know I wanted to work with primates, even though I knew I like them, they're cool, and, um, I did my first internship, and I was sold. I couldn't go anywhere else. I mean, they're just so smart and, you know, fun. You're able to build these relationships that I feel like are only, you know, you can build with primates. I'm sure that everybody feels that way about their animals, though. Um, and, uh, did my first zoo internship here, um, and I was lucky enough that a temp position opened, and I took that, and I did that for about a year, and then a full-time position was made, and, yeah, snagged it. And Both I, of you are yeah, just impressive. Yeah. How long have you been full-time now? Four years? Four years, okay. Yeah, four years, I guess, now, because I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Awesome. Did you always know you wanted to be a keeper growing up, or did no, you think well, you to be something else? I guess, so at first I think I was just really intimidated by the keeper field in general, so I, you know, graduated and went to do, you know, basic, normal girl kind of job, (laughs) and um, I just kept thinking about it, I felt like something was missing, and I thought I would do some internships and just see how it went, so I did those for a while, and um, yeah, it was... Fell in love once you did. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I'm so happy to hear that you both did internships and fell in love with primates, and I also think it's so interesting because... My first internship was half days with Jungle Trails. And as much as I, like, respected those animals and loved them, I was like, no. I had <laughs> learned something. I, yeah, yeah. I do not want to work with primates. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it's really It's either, like, you really do or you really yeah. don't. Yeah. You know, it's, yep. yeah, it's not for everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely not. I'm the same way as Jenna. I'm like... I think that the primates you guys take care of are just as smart as me. So, like, yeah. how am I supposed to be in charge of something that's yeah, as smart as They keep as you I on your toes, um, that's for sure. <laughs> they really do. It's not an easy day. You know, it's like, you know, they know what you're going to do next and yeah. just, yeah. And they might want to challenge it. Just uh, they fun. do. They yes. do want to challenge it. Absolutely. Like, they know, like, if you're a little more tired that day, they're like, oh. Yeah, they're like, she's weak today. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hold this door today. Yeah. So, you that. are members of. What we call here at the zoo, we call your team the primate center team. Yes. Yeah. What does that exactly entail? Like, what primates are you working with? What are you taking care of across the zoo? So, um, we are the primate center, and that is included. Like, Jungle Trails, we're all, like, one team right now. Obviously, you know, we take care of prim- at primate center. We take care of just gorillas, um, black and white colobus monkeys, saimangs. Ring-tailed lemurs. Ring-tailed lemurs. Am I missing anybody? I think that's... Oh, the Gwinnens. The Gwenons right now, they're yeah. part of... Yeah. Jungle Trails, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Jungle Trails takes care of orangs, bonobos, mm. and yeah. some... We're technically, um, yeah. like, sister departments. Right. So if something, like, right now Jungle Trails is going through a bit of um, construction, so sometimes we'll take animals from their department for a little while and vice versa. So right. it works out well. Awesome. That makes sense. And there's a lot of correlation there between the primates that Jungle Trails has and the primates that Primate Center has. So I'm sure there's a lot of like translation in your skill sets and your training and enrichment and everything. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we go down there and like for meetings and different things. And when we go down, we're always checking out their enrichment, checking out what <laughs> they've got, you know, seeing if there's anything we need on our side. And yeah, yeah so it's definitely nice to have. Awesome. All right. So we're going to talk about baby Kip. He's not much of a baby anymore. No. Yeah. Uh, is a baby gibbon called an infant? Do you know? 
Yeah. 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 Okay. So I don't know if he's still considered an infant, but he's about to have a birthday, we heard. Yes, next month on the 11th. Awesome. So August 11th. (laughs) Yes. In case, I never know when our episodes will come out. So in case this is later or earlier, it's uh, August 11th. And I don't know where to start. He he was not born at the Cincinnati Zoo, and he is a buff chicken. White, white cheek given. Yeah. <laughs> a northern right. white cheek given. Okay. Right? Yes. I'll let you two take it from there. Tell us a little bit about his background. Okay, so Kip was born at the Dallas Zoo. Um, he, his parents were first-time parents, I believe, so this was kind of their first go at it. And sometimes um, in that situation, a mom might not know what to do with a baby when it's born, you know? Mm. So um, she... They, I think he came earlier than they were expecting, maybe, from what I've heard. And um, so they, when they found him, he was just kind of there. And it's like, oh, surprise, hi, Kip, like, (laughs) welcome. But um, his parents weren't, um, like, holding him, like, taking care of him like they should with a newborn baby like that. So keepers had to step in, um, which obviously is not ideal, But in a case like that, it's kind of a, you need to for the sake of the baby. Um, It's pretty urgent. So they stepped in and I don't know the um, exact, like how long they tried to get him back with the parents, but they definitely, they tried for a while and um, probably maybe not necessarily just like throwing him back in with them, but, you know, just letting letting them see him and just kind of practicing more with his parents to see if if it would actually work out. And after a few tries, they just, um, they determined, like, no, I don't think it's going to work out. So then, then comes the fun task of trying to find a zoo facility that can take a little infant um, baby. And so it was between us and maybe, like, one or two other zoos. I think it was just us, and you have one other zoo. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, the Dallas Keepers did a great job, oh, yeah. you know, taking care of him and, like, helping build his skills. I mean, oh, yeah. giving us videos of him climbing around already. And, yeah, so they definitely did their part. And oh, it, yeah. Yeah. So, um, obviously, we we always have, like, five million things going on at Primate Center, <laughs> sure, you know, yeah. tons of other <laughs> of projects, and we knew that this would be a... 24 7 job and we're a little bit overwhelmed by it but we're like hey how can we be mad about getting a baby you know look at (laughs) him so that is the hard part it's like you don't want to ever have to hand raise an animal but you can't help but be excited about hanging out with a baby animal of course we are human but um obviously ideally his parents would have raised him and so i guess explain to the listeners if you don't mind like dallas was hand raising him and he just wasn't getting the interactions with inter- other gibbons that he needed, correct? So they're doing their best to teach him how to be a gibbon while also basically taking care of an infant that's just as needy as a human infant, mm-hmm. I'm sure. So it's so much work going into it. So you mentioned 24-7 care yeah. was now being brought to us. Mm-hmm. And so if you, uh, you were probably getting into it, but I would love for the listeners to understand why he wasn't continued to be just hand-raised for the rest of the need at Dallas? Um, I mean, I think it's for a lot of reasons, really. I mean, obviously, it was adorable to be in with him, and, you know, who wouldn't want to be around a baby and give him, but I think 
ultimately, you know, we want these animals to be able to have the skills, skill sets to move on. Like, you know, if they are to breed or, you know, reproduce and things like that, we want them to be normal and be able to go in with gibbons in the future. And mm -hmm. I think that that's only something that other gibbons can teach them to be, no matter how hard we try on our end. We can't teach them, you know, the skills. We can't discipline him. Mm -hmm. but, you know, Skittles and Eminem, they can really, you know, teach him what's right and what's wrong. Um, and they've done a great job. He's uh, a handful. He's <laughs> a handful. Yeah, at, like, towards the end of us being in there with him, he would, he would like, have Liz by her hair. Yeah. There's not much we can do. Yeah, I mean, he's adorable, but I am, yeah, I think we're all <laughs> thankful that they're able to teach him the skills that he needs to move on in life and how to be, yeah, a normal boy. <laughs> I guess, is there a reason once he was off the bottle or whatever this like step was that he could be introduced to Eminem and Skittles, is there a reason he couldn't have gone back with his parents? Would they have, does it not work as far as how they get along as groups or families? Is there a reason um, that wouldn't have worked out for him other than being with his mom and potential breeding in the future? Is there just the way it works? Um, yeah, I think like, you know, or you mean like would they now, like him? if he would yes. go, yes. I mean, it's kind of hard to say. I don't, I think that initially since they, didn't really accept him now like he still needs somebody to teach him and if they weren't accepting mm -hmm. then like they're not going to really be accepting now and we really need somebody I, you know to still guide him and you know give him the reassurance that he needs right now and I think that they weren't willing to even give him that reassurance that's still something he needs even at one year old okay and with sense. primates like when they're that young that can do a number on their confidence like, pretty much like Absolutely. a normal child yeah, you know so like it could have potentially messed up his whole adult life by not having, like, somebody to give him the confidence he needs as a, as a baby. Yeah. So, essentially, I think I made you guys jump ahead. But he was brought here, and you said it was between us and one other zoo. And it was just like you guys knew Eminem and Skittles well enough to, to know that they would likely accept him sooner, and he would potentially be able to be with Gibbons sooner. Is that correct? Than if he were with his own family. So, it's like, get him with other Gibbons as soon yeah. as possible. I think we all, you know, we had, we kind of went back and forth and we, you know, we're like, is it going to work out? Is it not? I think that, you know, luckily we have the management team that we have and like able to. We had the space for it yeah, and the right setup for it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, and just Eminem and Skittles, they are a good pair and a good match that they would hopefully accept him and they did. But I think that was one thing. Obviously we were just going to kind of. Yeah, that was, that was the one unknown on right. the yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm like, like wondering. It was kind of a gamble because what <laughs> yeah. if you sent him here right. and it still didn't work mm -hmm. out? Like, exactly. why not keep him at the Dallas Zoo, I guess, is what I'm wondering. And so I'm wondering if listeners are wondering. Um, will you tell us about Eminem and Skittles for anyone who doesn't know? <laughs> I was <laughs> letting Liz because they are, Liz um, is... They're her favorites. Yeah, we, I call us, uh, so I used to call me Eminem and Skittles the Twister Sisters. <laughs> they, um, have, they have blonde hair just like Liz. Yeah, we're wild and we have blonde hair. Um, and, but now I call us the Kipster Sisters. Oh, um, it's, it's perfect. It's I perfect. said I wouldn't say that on here, but here I am saying it. So I'm just, I well, love it. I have to know before we get in too deep, how do they get their name, Eminem and Skittles? Is there like a story behind it? I literally think it was just like candy. It's cute, or, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's cute. I was, I, it's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> and I think actually Kip's name means um, he was born on Dollar Day. Dollar Day, and it's yeah, it means dollar and um, it's the currency somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember now, but that's what uh, Dallas had told us, and we were like, oh, yeah, that's really that cool. So yeah. yeah. So Eminem and Skittles are sisters. Yes. yes. 
And they are buff cheek gibbons. Did I mess it up again? They are buff cheek gibbons. They are. Yep. <laughs> yes. Um, Eminem is the oldest. She's 21 years old. Skittles is 18. Okay. Yeah. So how long do they normally live? They can live about 30 years okay. um, in the wild and then 50 in captivity. It's wow. Just oh, wow. Kind of varies. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're kind of up there, but. <laughs> yeah. So what, cute. what about Eminem and Skittles made you guys think they would be good candidates to be surrogates for Kip? Like personality wise, did they, are they kind of a little more mellow, a little more easygoing? Like, I mean, I think that, you know, they're sisters. So if you think about if you were stuck with your sister all the time, you know, how would you be? So honestly, <laughs> I think that it was, but they also get along really well too. And they, they do comfort each other in the times where they need comforting. You know, if, yeah. if one of them's concerned about something, you know, the other one will comfort them, vice versa. But I think that we also thought it'd be good for them because... Just, I mean, just uh, something yeah. exciting yeah. with new yeah. family members. Right. Yeah. yeah, and they're they're a very established like pair. Like okay. they've been together all their life, okay. and so right. they, you know, they're set in their roles. And we knew that like a baby wouldn't totally throw it off. Okay, and we really didn't know like who was going to be like the most like motherly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it end up being both I yeah say. that's what i was literally they gonna say of, like both they kind I mean, of uh share him like i feel like when oh, one gets yeah. tired he goes to the other <laughs> like they're like okay time for you to take over. but we didn't know if you know skittles i feel like she can definitely be more dominant as far as you know just food and just attention everything yeah. you know okay. so we were like is she gonna be like this is my baby back off right. and she kind of she kind of wasn't she, in the beginning. she, was, she yeah. tried to be but then i think she got so tired that she was like okay eminem i need you to tap <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, i can't do this all on my own <laughs> so you would see him like kind of switching off taking turns with um you know who he's sleeping with who oh, he's yeah. playing with i mean they're they're both great moms i mean awesome. they just are so tell us a little bit about how it all went. You received this baby given from Dallas, and what was your role? What did you do to begin with, and how did you start that introduction? So um, we, we actually got help from a few other departments here in the zoo, which was crucial for us because um, we knew we were thinking about down the line when we do introduce him to the girls, we would still be his keepers, and in that time we aren't his surrogates anymore and we didn't mm. want him to look at us as like his main surrogates mm. like use the two okay. like come to us for comfort he, he needs to go to Eminem and Skittles for comfort so we um we at primate center took um obviously we were in there with him but we um kind of like tried to keep keep in the back seat a little bit of it but um we would go in and like relieve the the people that were in there with him when they you know for their lunch breaks and dinner breaks and um we sometimes would do cover some of the shifts if they couldn't but we didn't want to be the main surrogates just so that he didn't confuse that that makes, um, sense. That makes sense yeah so um super thankful for the people from other departments that helped us through that i mean um, they were amazing oh, just yeah. you know there for us every day oh, and, and, I mean, and him, all night yeah. i mean right. we it's we could have if we wanted to but like i don't think anybody wanted to be here all lot. night yeah. until six in the morning and then come in for your shift. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's <laughs> wild, day, you, know? you know? It's like, yeah. you know, are you going to sleep or are you not? Yeah. <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I did a few shifts, like, yeah. till 10 o'clock. Right. So it was split up into three shifts, essentially. Like, right. the morning and day and then kind of the afternoon and evening until 10 and then through the night until six in the morning. So that's um, kind of how the surrogacy worked. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, We've seen some... 
on social media of like the gorillas being having to have surrogates, for example, did you have to dress up or do anything wild like that for Kip? We had, um, we did have one pair of scrubs that had like stuff to hold on to oh, essentially okay. for oh, him okay. if he wanted to, but he was really good at like holding on to us. Okay. Just yeah, honestly, stuff, we so. didn't realize how good at climbing and everything he was going to be when he got here. I think we were expecting him to be way like yeah clumsier yeah. and just not be able to hold himself, but he he could. He was Liz, great. Liz was a helicopter. Mom I was at a first. helicopter. She was like <laughs> chasing after him, like Don't with her hands on. under. He was like, "Don't need me." He's like, "Back off!" Like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, you know, I'm like, space, yeah, okay. Liz. He's okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Okay. Yep. 
And there was a way to, you know, kind of get him access away from them mm -hmm. if he needed, but he didn't need it. Yeah. Um, I feel like once they were in together, it just kind of... And how long had that been that Kip went in with Eminem and Skittles since he arrived? Like, how long did the whole introductory process take? What did we say? It was about a month, right? Yeah. A month? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. A month long. Yeah. And that's what we were saying. It felt longer, but no, it was... We had, um, we made these barrels for him to sleep in with kind of like a blanket set up, and, um, we would put that in with the girls before he went in with them just okay. to see if, like, they would use it, if they liked it. They loved them right away. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, okay. Yeah, At least you like, Yeah, yeah. You can be... We're like, we're just envisioning him in there with, it, with them, and it's going to go great, you know? So... That's right. awesome. So once he was with them, did he stay with them? Did you separate him for the night? Did you, like, stay all night and watch? So, um, he... They went in together and it was great. We initially planned to just do one at a time, um, just to be on the safe side, but I, they just kind of let Eminem then go in with him with Skittles and because of how well it was going with That's him awesome. and Skittles. And yeah. so, and I mean, honestly, I feel like right away they were in that barrel with him and like just uh. holding, like hugging him and holding him and being the greatest moms ever, which is really cool because... Like, we don't even know if they've seen a baby given before, yeah. but they just, their instincts were so good, their mommy instincts, and they were just like, we got this. That's yeah. wonderful. <laughs> and he's able to do all of his little baby given stuff, you know, he's like, just tugging at their hair and, yeah. you know, eating their food out of their hands, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. but no, he yeah. didn't. So, didn't mind it. We did stay on, though, um, watching them on the cameras okay. overnight for, I think, like a week after. Okay. We, we were still watching pretty intently, just to make sure... Everything was fine, but right. pretty. it was pretty quick that we realized, like, okay, they got this. Oh, right. good. <laughs> and we did have to go through a phase of desens desensitizing Eminem and Skittles to Kip's um, bottle that he was getting. I was wondering if he was yeah. weaned before that or how long he was on a bottle for. Is he still taking a bottle? I think he is. He is. is he? Morning bottle, yep. Okay. He just got, he got weaned off of the evening oh, bottle, okay. but okay. he still gets his morning bottle. Yeah. And he just comes up to a gate or, like, a mesh barrier, and you guys just hold it for him? Cool. Yeah, and the girls have no interest since, you know, they're like, oh, that's nothing I want. No, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they actually, um, because they were desensitized to it, when they saw him drinking from it, they were, like, looking at him weird, like, uh, you know you're not supposed to drink that, right? Like, it's not good stuff. Yeah. But he was, yeah. Just, yeah. like, don't do drink it. to desensitize them to it? For me, it would be, like, so that they're not scared of it. But what right. you wanted them to not be interested in it. So you just make it boring for them? I think always... Ashley may have put, like, some salt water in there. Oh. Just, like, a I little taste. Was, I thought it was, like, sour. Like, lemons. Yeah, it was, like, something. <laughs> some kind of, like, you know, just... Deterrent, something that basically. didn't taste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, nobody would like it, so... Safe, but not yummy. Right. And she would just one little lick, and so then they were watching that anyway. Him. Yeah, so yeah. they were kind of like hesitant to even drink out of it anyway, <laughs> yeah. and then they did. They're like, no, no. <laughs> they were watching him suck it down, though, and they're like, ew, <laughs> what's he drinking? What's this kid doing? <laughs> Would you guys tell us a little bit about Gibbons' natural history? Like, where they can be found? Are they endangered? What types of foods do they eat? Um, a lot of people want to know or may not know if Gibbons are monkeys or apes, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Just give us the lowdown on Gibbons. Um, so these guys are from uh, Southern Asia um, and like the rainforest. Um, there are different types of gibbons out there and some of them are endangered, some of them are critically endangered. Um, but these guys eat a variety of things, uh, fruits, veggies, um, plants, 
roots. Um, maybe some insects here and there, but I'm not a big um, meat eater or anything like that. No. Um, and these guys live in the trees, um, high up in the trees. They are often seen brachiating. Um, a lot of them have their own little songs. You've probably heard it. Mm -hmm. um, probably from the Simangs, but uh, <laughs> the girls actually do too, so it's really cool to kind of hear Eminem and Skittles' song and then now Kip added on to that. Um, so it's an individual thing. It's a bonding thing for these guys. It can be like territorial, and then it can also be like a bonding experience for them. Um, so it's really cool to hear him being able to join um, that. Um, and they are lesser apes, so they're not considered a, a monkey or um, an ape. Um, yeah, that's they a big one. Have tails. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a sure, it's a pretty sure way to tell if mm -hmm. um, something's a monkey or an ape. Right. For um, all you listeners out there, when your kids are calling <laughs> one of the monkeys the apes, and vice versa, <laughs> right. I can't tell you how many times we walked past the Gibbon area yeah. and the kids are like, oh, the monkeys are swinging around. Uh -huh. and I always just want to step in and correct yeah. them, but I know that'd be rude of me to do it. <laughs> one so time, I just one let time it go. I heard a mom <laughs> tell her kid, actually, they're, they're apes. And I was like, yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, she must be a teacher or something. Or maybe she's a <laughs> keeper somewhere, you know. She knows, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> she heard one of your chats about them. Right. Are they on display? Are people able to see them here at the zoo yet? Yeah, Together. so they're at Jungle Trails East. Oh, Mark and I need to yep. go on a field trip. Yeah, you definitely do. He is so fun to watch. He I mean, is. Both of them, all of them are fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, just, he's loving that new space down here. Um, mm -hmm. We were excited to see him get outside. We were excited to just... Yeah, see them out together. He's just having fun. They have a really great setup down there. The girls love what they have um, on that outdoor right now. They're just mm -hmm. always seen like swinging and like swaying on the little. Uh, they have their hammocks. Yeah, comfy in. right. Um, where they originally were um, by the Siamangs over on Gibbon Island. Um, that we didn't want Kip on the island because the water is a little scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of those trees are a little close and Kip is wild. We could see him potentially oh, trying gosh. to go for it. <laughs> yep. Yep. So we were like, that's, that's not going to work there. Right. So that's why he made the move over to jungle trails, okay. which is also another great, great reason that we have jungle trails. Like we were saying earlier, when we need help with, you know, some right. of our areas and animals, it's, mm -hmm. it's nice to have each other for that. What's a, in the wild, what would it be like a typical social structure for gibbons? Do they pair up? Do they live in larger family groups like you see with bonobos or gorillas or anything like that? Um, they do pair up. Um, I don't think they're often seen living in huge groups together, okay. um, but they do pair up and, you know, have their offspring with them. And um, How long do, do their offspring, offspring usually <laughs> stay with them? Is it like a year? I think it's about years? a year. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's about a year. Um so it's not too uncommon. So right now, obviously, we have the three of them together. That's something that you could commonly find in the wild. Then. Yeah. It's a group of three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think Eminem and Skittle are definitely um, the exception because the, to the role, like, with the sisters, like, it's just that they're, I don't think you'd often see, like, just, you know, sisters, sisters. in the <laughs> okay. wild, yeah. you know, taking care of a baby or anything like that <laughs> or just even staying together. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's definitely worked out in this Scenario. They're his aunties. Yeah, aunties. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you did mention that uh, many gibbon species are endangered or threatened in the wild. Like, what are some of the threats that they face? Um, kind of the same threats that a lot of um, primates face: uh, bushmeat, um, the black market trades, yeah. um, illegal mm. pet trade, yeah, mm. um, deforestation. Yep. 
and yeah, just am I missing anything? I feel like I missed it. Palm oil, maybe. Yeah, like, absolutely. Okay. Habitat loss. Yeah, in general. yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I know it was a ton of fun, and this might be putting you on the spot, but do you have a favorite memory with Kip and helping with this huge project that you guys have successfully done, which is such a big deal, and probably hasn't been done before, or if not with two sisters at least, like, in different types of gibbons? Honestly, um, Amy, I think, was the one that sent the video of the introduction to the gibbon SSP. And they said that that was one of, like, maybe the best introduction that they've ever seen happen. That was pretty awesome. That's amazing. Kudos to you guys. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But I I think that was definitely, like, the highlight was Uh when he he was successfully with Gibbons and he didn't have to be in human care anymore. Mm -hmm. And so. Yeah, just making sure he's, like, you know, with other Gibbons was, like, such a huge thing. We were just so happy to, you know, that this is his last stop, you know, he doesn't have to sure. be bounced around and yeah. try to figure out who can yeah. take care of him mm-hmm. and have humans take care of him. It's just really nice to... It was a little sad when we were saying our last goodbyes mm-hmm. to him, like, we knew, like, okay, this will be the last time we're in with you, like, yes. <laughs> you know, but... Yeah, right, I was not sad, I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> you're too crazy for me. Liz is like, you're yeah. pulling my hair too much. Yeah, was like, <laughs> you're trying to eat it. Now, seeing, um, like, just seeing the videos that people get of Eminem and Skittles being good moms to him like I just saw a video the other day where there I think it was Skittles like cleaning off his face and like oh, looking at him gosh. and then like cleaning it some more <laughs> oh like just seeing that is just makes me so happy that they're just thriving they're and I can happy. only imagine how rewarding that moment was for you all because like like you said the overnights all the time and effort that you put into this as a whole entire team like that had to be such a rewarding moment when they finally did go in together and Absolutely. it all went smoothly. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely, it was, I mean, definitely a team effort and not even just our team. I mean, yeah. just this, this zoo in general mm-hmm. and the Dallas Zoo, it was just such a yeah. collaborative, awesome thing. So Takes a village. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy it worked <laughs> out and they all deserve it. And I think it gave the girls a whole new like meaning to life. You know, it, it just... Yeah. It's like a double win, then. That's Absolutely, yeah. yeah it's great amazing. that he Absolutely. has Gibbons that can care for him, and then it's great that they now have, like, a whole new purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have to focus on each other and, you know, <laughs> be like, get off my food. <laughs> they can focus on, you know, him and just, yeah. Does <laughs> Kip great. have a favorite? Do you notice? Or is it just whoever's, whichever one of the girls has given him attention mm-hmm. at the time? I feel like he likes both, like, equally. Yeah, yeah like, I really do. You know? That's yeah, because so I think, like, sometimes we'll see him when he'll be with Skittles, like, oh, he loves her more, yeah. and then we'll see him, he's with Eminem, we're like, maybe he's yeah. Eminem, maybe. <laughs> you know? So it just kind of, like, trades back and forth, you know, yeah. and I think they both kind of do a little bit different things for him, too, like, I think Skittles, like, does play with him a little bit more, maybe, and then Eminem's more of the cuddler, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's not right. I'm sure that that trades off all the time, too. It's just... Yeah. Whoever has energy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. That's like most toddlers, right? It's like whoever's willing to give them some attention. Like, that's their favorite in the moment. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So are you guys still doing his daily care, or is it mostly the Jungle Trails team? Are you going down there? It's Jungle Trails now taking care of him okay. full time. Um, we we're always creeping in the bushes over there, like trying to. They're <laughs> always sending us like videos of him and everything. But you know, it's they're totally. It's like an open door policy. They're like, anytime you guys want to come see him, come see him. You know, they're always giving us updates. So good. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> and we do have to put you guys on the spot, though. We asked almost all of our guests this question. We know you guys mentioned you take care of a lot more than just Gibbons. Do you guys have a favorite animal that you take care of? 
We're not supposed to have animals. We're not supposed to have animals. <laughs> like so a specific people... animal? Like one specific? Or like just the type? Like either. Either, one. either yeah. Most species people don't or want an to individual. answer when we yeah. Liz has her favorite. We all have favorites. I do. You know, <laughs> Who's your favorite? I mean, Skittles. Skittles? Skittles. She's perfect. I mean, we're the Twister sisters, and she's, per she's, per she's the most perfect thing I've ever seen. <sighs> I love that answer. Uh, <laughs> Twisted sisters. <laughs> That's awesome. Is she, uh, is she like friendlier with you, or like what's the difference between her and Eminem that like you just bonded with her more? I don't know. Yeah, she's just very, um, you know, Eminem's does the good given thing where she's like, okay, hey, you know, and then Skittles like, hey, girl, hey. <laughs> you know, I think it's personality. yeah, she's just adorable and silly. But I love all of our primates, and I mean, it's 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 really just hard to pick a favorite. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Sheena? I love the gorillas, obviously, but they're a lot yeah. of fun. Um, I love Opie, our Simon Gibbon, too. Um, he's really, really silly. He <laughs> Sometimes he'll try to, like, get my shoelaces on my shoes. And, like, <laughs> he's just a goofball. And I always hear people, like, when they look at him, they're like, he looks so grumpy. And I'm like, he is the furthest thing oh. from grumpy. He is the goofiest... <laughs> funniest little boy and <laughs> i'm just always he like is. he's not grumpy oh but yeah he I, just I has Hobie. that face he, he does he yeah Hobie and obviously yeah. the gorillas are amazing too but Aww. i love them all it's hard to pick a favorite <laughs> very cool well do you guys have anything else you want to tell us about kip's story or gibbons or anything we missed hmm i'm sure there is i'm sure we could talk about them for really. <laughs> just keep talking about the Kipster sisters. <laughs> yeah. We haven't really talked about any of their favorite enrichment or types of enrichment you do for Gibbons. Do you have anything, anything that's like really fun or One of the difficult? cutest enrichment that um, we gave Kip was a mirror. Oh. He loved it. He loved checking himself out. He thought that he was handsome and at first he was kind of like, wait, who's that? And then like, he would, like, would just stare at it and then kind of like turn it and look at like in, at people in the background in it too. It was so Oh. It was just awesome to give him anything new because every he was like you know a baby, so he yeah. had no idea uh, what anything was. So he was just like everything's amazing and fun. Yeah. Um, but Does the girls, ah, uh, he. Let's see. I mean, he really liked strawberries a lot. Oh yeah, grapes. Okay. Um, grapes. Yeah, I mean a lot of fruits. Obviously, um, yeah, he did sweet. like green beans and some random veggies. Um, the brows. He really mm. went hard on that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, and the girls, I think when they get enrichment, um, obviously anything that has any kind of snack in it, sure. <laughs> um, we do give them healthy, you know, healthy snacks, minimal healthy snacks, like popcorn or, mm -hmm. you know, oats or something like yeah. that. But they're yeah. definitely into anything that has those items in it. Applesauce. <laughs> do you like puzzle feeders yeah. and stuff? Puzz yeah, things? puzzle yeah. feeders and, yeah. um, they like their brows too. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I think Willow is like a favorite for a lot of our guys. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, if you all are up for it, I do have some trivia for you. <laughs> if you're willing to humor me. We're, we're willing. Sure. Okay. Yeah. No promises. Jenna, you up for it today? Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> so obviously we're talking about our buff cheek and white cheek gibbon. So we've got gibbon trivia today. Gibbon specific trivia. Which I learned a lot about gibbons just researching this. <laughs> but first question, Liz, I heard you mention the term while we were... Um, in our discussion. So I'm going to see if Jenna can answer oh, it first. Okay. <laughs> Jenna oh, can't answer it. You guys are coming to help out. So 
There is a term that describes the way Gibbons swing Breakating. Look at you. That was so good. That was so fast. <laughs> Jenna's all over. Yeah, brachiating, brachiation. So that's kind of like the, the term for the arboreal locomotion that you see from yeah. Gibbons. I always like the term because I don't think swinging does it justice. Like, it's... It's a sight to be seen when you Absolutely. see them in yeah. the trees. Yeah. They actually have special um, like joints in their shoulders, too, to allow their oh. arms to do that so well. Because Kip would literally be holding on to something and like twisting his whole body. And I'm like, how is your shoulder not dislocating yeah, right now? Really. But it's amazing. It's, so, it's great. It's, awesome. it's really incredible when you think about, like, <laughs> as a child, I don't remember if I could or couldn't. But I swear I could do the monkey bars, which is not the right... Well, maybe it works for monkeys, too. But, like... Brachiating is basically way fancier, but if you were to do the monkey bars, and now I can't even hold on long enough to like reach to one more <laughs> monkey bar, and they're just like swinging, like literally, like about like floating in the air almost, like make yeah. it look so beautiful it's and crazy. Or just like staying in one spot with one oh, arm. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. walking yeah. around. Still. Yeah. The strength yeah. they must have yeah, is it's wild. It's crazy. That's interesting what you mentioned about the shoulders, though. So they have like some extra range of motion that allows mm -hmm. for them to move that way. Yep. That's that's awesome. All right, Jenna, one for one. Yes. Good start so far. <laughs> All right, second up, there are, you mentioned there's many different species of gibbon. There's around 20 different species. What is the largest species of gibbon? Jenna, I'll give you a hint. Unless... No, I was going to say, like, the biggest okay. in size or, like, the biggest population? In weight. Okay. In, like, okay. size. Yeah, okay. weight. We do have them here at the Cincinnati so, Zoo. Don't give me a hint. I might know. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was going to say Siamangs. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Siamang, yeah, yes. it is Siamang. <laughs> Siamang are the largest oh, yeah. given. I don't know what ours weigh, but they tend to weigh, on average, somewhere between, like, 20 to 30 pounds, somewhere yeah. in that range. I think so. Oki's plus size. Testify to that. Yeah. Plus size. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a plus size boy. <laughs> For sure. He's a big guy. Yeah, he is. He's a hefty guy. <laughs> That's funny. I know, it's crazy to think that they weigh that much, and they're still able to move so gracefully yeah. through yeah. the trees yeah. and... The Saimang at Arzu, they're on the um, kind of the islands as you walk your way towards Swan Lake. And yes. I love the kind of like jungle gym type of setup yes. that's out there for them. You can really get a glimpse of them moving. I'm really excited too. Um, with Elephant Trek that they're making right now, there's going to be a new Saimang point oh, added. Yeah. And it's going to be even bigger and allow for like even better brachiation, which yes. I am oh so excited gosh. for. So, and I don't know. And like will our current year. Saimangs move down there? Yep. Okay, great. Yep. So give it like a few years and can come see them in an even cooler space. As if people aren't already <laughs> excited for Elephant Trek. Now we got right? new Gibbon Habitat, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. And you can hear incredible. them. Yes. I mean, just would all you, you. Would you say this is correct? They often call or vocalize more before and after rain. Or is that just something I feel like it's, like, anecdotal? I could see that. Opie also, I feel like we call him, like, the storm, storm god because <laughs> whenever it starts storming... He'll just sit at the top of his little habitat like, out there, and he he just always, like, hunches over out there like we're just, like, neglecting him, but he just doesn't come in. Like, yeah. we give him the act, the option he to loves come it. in. Yeah, yeah, it's like he wants to be out there. And <laughs> yeah. people are probably like, why aren't they like Yeah, yeah. like, he's no, there. Yeah. yeah, he's out there like, oh my god. He likes the rain. Yeah. And yeah, the Simanx, those are the ones that our visitors will often hear as you're walking Absolutely. through the yes. zoo, right? Yeah, yeah. they yeah. can be heard. You'll hear them 
all like throughout the whole if they're calling you'll know it mm-hmm. they're very loud yeah. um, but it causes our call of us monkeys to actually vocalize back <laughs> yeah. oh really uh, they sound like bullfrogs yeah if you ever come <laughs> through you'll hear them uh doing their vocalization since the, the siamangs are calling that's awesome <laughs> it's one of the things i always get a big kick out of when we're kind of going through like our opening routine over here yeah. in africa and each morning it's usually like i don't know somewhere around like 8 45 close to nine you always hear the gibbons calling out it's, you know it's summertime and it's a good morning when the gibbons are calling yeah y'all just start paying attention if it's rainy and let me know yeah that's interesting. Say, it probably is true um they do fill up their like uh throat sacks to be able to make that throat sack yeah to be able to make that noise too. So it's really cool if you go and like actually watch them do it. Oh, yeah. um, to, it's so impressive to watch Opie fill his up and just let out his big just song. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy. All right, we're sitting at two for two so far in trivia. We're in good shape. <laughs> There's four questions total, so we're halfway there. True or false, Gibbons are surprisingly strong swimmers. I could see that being true. Yeah. I was going to say false. It's actually false. Oh. It's actually okay. false. Which oh, is one of the yeah. reasons why a lot of zoos will just use those kind of like moat areas oh, to keep them out. That makes sense. Yeah. I figured that just... their long arms probably aren't very good for swimming. <laughs> yeah, they've got those huge <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> They go down into the water. Yeah. <laughs> they just sink down in. I thought that was a trick question, really. I was like, yeah. <laughs> That does make sense, though, with like the water and stuff, you know, the moats yeah. to keep right. in. <laughs> All right, last question I have for you. A given species was discovered in 2017 wow. in Southeast Asia, which is crazy to think in 2017 they're still discovering new given species. Yeah, Goes awesome. to show what's out there we don't know about. Yeah, but seriously. in 2017, a new given species was discovered in Southeast Asia, and it was named after what famous pop culture character? It was named after a movie character. Wow. You can either name the species of given or the movie character it's named after. Is it like a Pokemon character? It's not Pokemon. <laughs> I feel like I, this is like peaking my memory, but I, I'm blanking out. Can we have a hint? <laughs> you can have a hint. This is probably going to give it away, but it's a, a Star Wars character. Oh. Jenna, you should know I'm going to reference Star Wars every time I can. <laughs> All I can name is Darth Vader. Yoda? It's, it is not named after Darth Vader. <laughs> Princess Leia? Is that Star Wars? That's Star Wars, not Princess Leia. <laughs> See, I'm never sure which one's Star Wars and Star Trek. Obi-Wan, so what's it? <laughs> Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. <laughs> None of those! Those are the it's only characters! <laughs> You're striking out. Um, like an Ewok, maybe? Not I don't Ewok. know. Named after Luke Skywalker. Oh! Because the way they kind of move through the trees, they look like Skywalker. Oh. They're walking on the sky. Oh. Yeah. I feel like we, so. we did talk about this one time. Probably. Yeah. yeah. But wow, in 2017? Like, like is there a whole, like... It's called the Skywalker, I think I'm pronouncing this right, Hulak Gibbon? Yeah. Skywalker Hulak Gibbon. Yeah. yeah, we did. Like, how <laughs> many have they found? Do we know their population size? How uh, is that possible? Too? They're That's endangered, crazy. but I don't know, like, how many they found or anything. I just know they're endangered. I always yeah. question, too, like, who's out there? I mean, how different do they look? This ha- like with insects, especially, or like reptiles and fish, and yeah. they all look so similar. Yes. And then yeah. the fish swims away. Yeah. How does anyone be like? I saw a fish. Right. I swear it's yeah. in these species. Yeah. I guarantee no one's ever seen it before. Like, how do you verify that? Yeah. I mean, a gibbon would be a tiny bit easier, but still, you have to follow them through the trees, and yeah. then like. But also, why have they never been get seen? Get some good before? documentation yeah. behind it to prove that it's actually a new oh, yeah. species. Yeah. yeah, that's wild. Crazy. 
Yeah, Crazy. that's hard. The more Thank you, you guys see. for humoring yeah. me for trivia. No, that's why, that's why we like these primates. <laughs> keep you on your toes. Yeah. The new ones. yeah, there's always, you know, always something new. Yeah, always absolutely. something to learn, definitely. Right. Well, we've learned a lot about Gibbons today, thanks to the two of you being here. We definitely appreciate it. But, Jenna, do we have anything else for our guests while we have them? Yes, the final question is, what can I do? So, I think the biggest thing that uh, the listeners can do um, that would be the most impactful is not to share um, any social media or pictures of any primates being pets. Um, that's something we're definitely big on here at the zoo. Um, just because our circusy looks, you know, fun or it sounds fun. Yeah, I think in some ways it was fun, but we'd rather them be with the actual um, gibbons who can teach them things. Um, and I think just not sharing that on your social media, um, helps people to realize that these guys would never make a good pet. I think that's really important. And it's also important to point out that as much as like, we don't want them to be pets and we like, we are professionals though. So it's not, there's a big difference between being able to give them the nutrition they need and the space they need and the care they need at a zoo versus having one as a pet. And so we don't want it to be hypocritical. And yes, like I'm sure you guys had fun like hanging out with the baby gibbon, of course. Yeah. But they do not make good pets, and that's one of the reasons gibbons and many, if not all, primates are endangered is because of the black market and pet trade, pet trade and all yeah. sorts of mm-hmm. things, making money off of capturing or killing them for bush meat, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And these videos might look really, really cute or pictures, but they're not. And there's yeah. a good chance, even if the humans love them, that those animals might be suffering. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Those animals might be suffering and they may have come from a place where they had a better life before they were brought into human or care. Or their mother yeah. was killed so that they could be in this, this situation. Right. And yeah. And most likely they'll, they'll end up back at a sanctuary anyway because they've gotten too big and um, hard to handle. Yeah. Um, and they just and can't care for them anymore. Any mm-hmm. um, organization that um, advertises like come hang out with this monkey and come pet this baby monkey, 100%. It is not a good organization to go to because any good um, animal professional would not want people to hang out with monkeys in in the same space. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) And they can obviously be very, well, I hope it's obvious, can be very dangerous. Yeah. Because they're small. They have canines. Yeah. And, you know, hands that can grab and all sorts of things that make them dangerous. Our only animals that we care for that we actually are in a space with are ring-tailed lemurs. Okay. So they're tiny. They... They aren't very strong like all of our other animals mm-hmm. are. They still have sharp teeth, so they wouldn't make good pets either. But right. a good yeah. a good thing to point out is you are professionals, and you still like would not share space with these animals. So. Yes, yeah. and and sharing the videos and pictures like it just promotes something that might excite someone else to do the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So that's right. why we're saying not to share them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's definitely one of the unfortunate sides of social like the proliferation of social media is people see videos on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and. You see these videos of people hanging out in their backyard with a gibbon or a chimpanzee, whatever it may be, and then you obviously want to do something similar yourself, or you want to go see one at a facility where you can hang out with one, and obviously those aren't in the best interest of the animal and the species, so that's a really good, really good take-home message there, yeah, don't... Don't be part of the problem. Don't keep sharing those videos and reposting and everything like it's that. It's hard because we understand that people may not think of it that way. So yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I feel like yes. the general like, public. Oh, this is this makes me happy. I see. Yeah, it's cute. friends yeah. that send me videos yes. too, and it's like people just don't really think about that. Obviously, in a perfect world, like that would be really cool if you could have them as pets. But there's no way that as a person just like taking care of them in your house, you would be able to give them the things that they need. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no way. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you, ladies, so much for being here and sharing yeah, Kip's thank story. You. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah.
props once again to you guys for all the work yes. you put in. Most to be able, successful or best smoothest introduction. That's amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. We got Kip and Skittles across the way to thank for it. Go see them, all of our listeners. Next time you're here, go check them out in Jungle Trails. Go try and see Absolutely. if you can peek in on Kip, Skittles, and Eminem. Yeah, yeah. he won't let you down. He's We need to do it. You have to. You have to. We're here and I didn't even realize that that was a possibility right yeah. now. Yeah. In our own little world. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. We will talk to you next time. Yep. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one. Bye.